0: Good morning Cleveland We're back with a second show Looking at the three year look ahead It's me, it's Jack Riding solo again Um, Poke poke the other two lads Let's get them on the podcast Um, But we've got QB1 Nailed down, we know who that is And likewise We have QB2 Locked in for the 2021 season Case Keenum is going to be our quarterback. The reason for that, let's just look at his contract. He has four and a half million of guaranteed salary and the rest is signing bonus money. So now, his money is fully guaranteed. Um, if you were to cut him, you'll get nothing back. You, you would save one, about £166,666. Basically, nothing. So it's one that don't really worry too much on some people wrote some articles. Will they trade him? Will they do this? Will they do that? Could they trade him? Yeah, they could trade him. But who's gonna want to trade for Case Keenum? Quite frankly, he's not that he's not the young quarterback that's gonna help take you to a Super Bowl if your QB goes down. He's not someone that he's 33 years old. You're not gonna build a franchise around him. Could he be an okay backup? Yeah. But then, well, what have the Browns got? They they would save a few million. So he's locked in for this season. Is he going to be here next season? Very, 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 very unlikely. So he's got a base salary next season of 5.5 million, which you won't see any of that until week one of the season. Um, But he does have a 1 million roster bonus. And the date is really important for this. So he's due 1 million if he's still on the team on the 21st of March, 2022. That's smart move by the agent because what the agent said is, Hey, you need to decide on March 22nd by March 22nd. Do you want him? Do you not? And that then puts the team to make a decision. If they could wait until after the draft, they could sit there during the draft and they could go, Hey, can we find the backup to Baker Mayfield or do we we wait on this? Do they want to pay him six and a half million next year? I don't think they do. Six and a half million is a starter. If you don't want to pay Sheldon Richardson 12 million to be, uh, you're starting and your best defensive tackle on the roster. You're not going to pay six and a half million for a dude to be a backup. Um, that you, you hope never plays. And if he does play, you're probably screwed anyway. Um, because Case Keenum, very unlikely, he's going to carry your team to the Super Bowl. Before anyone says, oh, what about Nick Foles? Yeah. Are you drafting quarterbacks and pick one nine nine in the draft? Because hey, the greatest quarterback of all time was drafted one nine nine in the draft. So that must be where all the good quarterbacks come from. No, the the false stuff is a complete anomaly and Carson Wentz carried the team to the playoffs anyway. Nick Foles, there's a lot of luck and variance once you get to the playoffs. But looking at those numbers, I don't think they want to pay Case Keenum next year, which means hey. What are they going to do and how do they move on from Case Keenum for 2022? Because this isn't a podcast chatting about 2021. We know what's happening there. Case Keenum locked in. So you've got a couple of options. Go draft someone. Why would you draft someone in the second or third round? And there's a few different reasons for that. One is it's cheap. So if you're getting someone in the second round, hey, when the Browns picked this season, Pick fifty nine was what they had. They would be getting less than one and a half million a year for the next four years. And you're going to pay six million. Six, six. You're going to pay six million for Case Keenum this year, or you could pay a court bank less than six million and you have him for four whole years. That. Is a saving because that's money that's, what, four and a half million a year you can go put into a player elsewhere. You could pay pay that towards a running back. You could pay that towards a wide receiver. You could pay that towards a better defensive tackle, a better slot corner. Um, and that then, it frees up that money to do something else. Obviously, you might look at it and go, hey, we could actually use that second round pick on a starting... Um, defensive tackle and hey would you rather have a starter um, in the second third round that you're going to get more value out of and you might sign to a second deal it's certainly a fair debate to get into Um, I just think the upside's there because hey two years ago if you'd have asked the Eagles fans or even the Eagles organization if you'd asked the Rams organization they'd have told you Winston, amazing quarterbacks really really liked them and then it just stopped so it's one of does having someone who backs up, who actually has quality in the future, better than having just sort of a expensive veteran um, there. So certainly one that you can sort of argue either side of it, and I do get both sides, that do you want to wait and use that pick on a, a, a more important position? Um, something which, hey, I want to pay this guy, we want to get some real value out of them, so it's one. It depends which side come down. Then the other option is, hey, you can go for someone like um, your likes of them cheap backups. Your Colt McCoy, um, I don't know what Tyrod signed for, but I doubt it was very much. Your Joe Flacco's, um, your Geno Smith, um, your Ryan Griffin, um, any of these dudes that could just come in and you pay them one, two million. You don't want to be paying someone six million if you're doing that. You may as well keep Keenum. Um, could you go with one of them? Certainly could. Um, is Cole a letter the answer? No, not really. But it depends. If, if you've got no interest in your backup quarterback, then you can just go cheap and keep a Cole a letter around. Um, because yeah, if number six goes down, you've got what about 20 great quarterbacks, good quarterbacks in the NFL. You're not going to have two of them on your roster. So. This is where a debate comes in, and it'll be really interesting to see what the front office does. Do they go, "Hey, we want to go get as the Eagles got um this name's escaping me now, um Eagles t- t- just the uh, Hurts, which uh, hey lots of people are saying, hey, this is a stupid pick. They've got a quarterback they're tied in, um, and it's not saying, hey, you're drafting Baker Mayfield's replacement. You're drafting a guy that hey." Backup quarterbacks do keep their value. So um, Jimmy Garoppolo only played a couple of games, traded off, got didn't really lose value, whereas it's sort of the car off the parking lot mentality with lots of other positions. Draft guy, you move on from them, they're just not worth anything. Um, whereas they, they can keep good value, especially if you're a team that becomes well-known for a good scheme, developing quarterbacks. Hey, you, you can go and flip that guy, especially when you put him out there for some preseason games and build the hype. So I think this is going to be an interesting one. I don't think it'd be a second rounder. I think it'd probably be a third rounder. Um, Do you get good quarterbacks in the third round? Not really that much anymore. So I I think you're looking for a veteran who might be the free agents next off season. Let's look at quarterbacks. Um, Ignore sort of these top names um, because we're looking cheaper. Don't think Andy don't want is it. going to be dirt cheap. Um, Jacoby Brissett could be down really low, Mariota could be down really low, Flacco, Trubisky, Trubisky, that's one I do like, and I'm sort of number one for the jokes about Trubisky, but taking a young quarterback that didn't work out it's a really smart move from the Bills. So having someone that hey gets cut, they move on from and go, hey, let's give him a go because Trubisky's got more upside than Joe Flacco. Um, I've got more faith that something could click with Trubisky than. You roll out Joe Flacco or Mike Glennon and you hope one of these guys hit, hit it, um, it's probably never going to happen for those dudes. So it's certainly one that I don't, I don't mind a little roll the dice on one of them. Could there be someone that sits up perfectly for them? Who knows? Maybe not. Josh Rosen, Dwayne Haskins. If I'm having a backup quarterback, give me someone with the upside there. Obviously, you can take a late-round flyer. Gardner Minshew, great example. Came in, does a good job. Yeah, he's, he's not going to be a Super Bowl winner, but he's dirt, dirt cheap. So maybe it's when they wait to day three. If they do like someone, um, then yeah, why not roll the dice? Um, but that's what I'd do. I, I would look at the, the Trubisky style pickup. Someone that hasn't worked out, was either highly drafted or played to a good level in the league. If you can get them at the sort of two two and a half million, go for it. And then look to the other option of, hey, is there someone in the later rounds they like? It's risky because that potentially leaves nothing behind. They're not going to get many snaps because the snaps are going to go to in camp, especially with everything Tretter and the NFLPA is doing to try and scrap as much practice time as possible. But yeah, give me the flyer there. I don't want to be paying someone like Keenum I'm not taking someone in the second. The, th- the end of the third, because, hey, the Browns going to be drafting late in the round- draft, is probably the earliest I would go. So someone in that sort of third to seventh or a late wild card, or you can even do both. If you want to take someone in the fourth round and you get someone like Trubisky, let them battle it out at camp, and then whichever one makes it makes it. And probably if you pick up a Trubisky-style player, there's a fair bit of guarantees, just looking at his deal here. For the Bills, two and a half with two million guaranteed. So um, it's one, let's just sort of see what happens. But that's where I believe this front office is going. They're not going to pay the backup. So the idea that you're going to spend a load of money on this backup callback, why you're only going to have about what? Eight well-paid vets on the team, bar the sort of star players. So you've got the star players, your Baker, your um, a few guys there, but Behind them, you're going to have eight, maybe ten, probably eight that pay decent money. And if I'm talking decent money, hey, if you pay four million plus, you're on decent money. So not the rookies, obviously, because if you're first round pick, you can get more than that. Um, But yeah, give me that sort of young player that didn't work out or give me that. So they'll probably sign someone next offseason if they're letting Keenum go. They could say, hey, we're just going to burn that million. They might burn the million and say, look, we'll pay you a roster bonus. We're not going to keep you for the five and a half. I would say it's probably not a smart play, but I, I could see it of, yeah, you're losing a million in a roster bonus, but if you sign someone else and waive them, is a million really that much to lose? Yes and no. Um, so yeah, that that's the key date. If Keenum is on the roster past March 21st, 2022, then they've obviously paid that roster bonus and they're gonna see what happens in the draft, you are gonna see what happens in free agency. But I think they're gonna go younger and cheaper. Um get get me a Minshew. Hey, Minshew might be the guy that they go, hey, when is contract expiring? Let's have a look. Gardner Minshew. Obviously, if you listen to the podcast, there was two British dudes, Paul and I banging the table. More for the love of Minshew, the idea, than Minshew, the player. He's got two years left. So they might just happily let him go after this season. Depends how he meshes with um, Trevor Lawrence. Um, but it, it, that could be one where they go and, hey, why not trade for him? If, if you can do a pick swap and pick up Gardner Minshew, hey, we'll give you a fifth. Um, you give us a seventh and Gardner Minshew next year. I'd do that you're going to have to pay him 965,000, which is peanuts. And you're going to get a good player. Um, that is a great backup and a ridiculously cheap cost. So I would certainly do that. Give me the pick swap. Um, you don't lose a pick and you sort of keep rolling because quite frankly, the difference between the fifth and seventh rounder, not that much. Um, overall, you obviously just don't want to give up the pick. So no, that's just something to keep in mind. We'll be rolling back with running backs next, which is the plan. But we've also got um, some interesting discussions coming. We'll probably break from this format, throw out some like roster prediction stuff. Uh, not roster prediction, schedule prediction. And um, we did a good thing last year where we just sort of broke it down into four different buckets the season. Obviously it depends on five week six we just talk about that. Um, but no, have a fantastic day be back tomorrow. All the best and go brown.